time, uh, 22 minutes away from nine, I think we've all been distressed by the images coming out of Afghanistan, in particular the images from Kabul's International Airport. It is a distressing time for many of our Defence Force personnel and veterans who served our nation in Afghanistan with courage, dignity and honour and made such a significant contribution to the Allied military effort. We must never forget the 41 Australians who made the ultimate sacrifice for our country. Australia owes a great debt of gratitude to all of our veterans who served with distinction and their families who supported them. Over the past 20 years, our nation has been unwavering in the fight against terrorism in Afghanistan. And I have to say, Andrew G, who is the Defence Minister, base, uh, the Veterans Affairs Minister, I'm sorry, says very uh, clearly he understands many of those who served our nation in Afghanistan may feel frustrated, concerned and distressed at what is unfolding there. Andrew joins us on the program. Good morning to you, Minister. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, Marcus. Great to be back on 2SM. Thank you, mate. Look, uh, the the pictures, um, I, I don't need to tell you how awful they are, uh, but the, the, the people in planes and at the airport and just scrambling to get out of, uh, of what's becoming a, a violent and horrible situation there in Kabul is just devastating. It is devastating, Marcus. It's a tragedy that we're seeing um, unfold in Afghanistan. But I want to say to our veterans and tens of thousands of Australian men and women have served over there, is that what we were doing there was fighting for freedom. And freedom means something. It always has and it always will. And freedom is what separates us from other countries. And if you look through the history of Australia's armed uh, services and, and previous conflicts, we've always stood up to be counted. Look at yeah. um, Tobruk, where we stopped Rommel. Um, Cap Yong, where we basically stopped Seoul from um, being captured with the Canadians. We have a long and proud history, and those men and women who served in Afghanistan went and fought for freedom. They stamped out the terrorism that was there, and what they did meant something. And our country will be eternally grateful for everything that they have done, and we will never, ever forget it, and we will never, ever forget the 41 Australians who made the ultimate sacrifice for our nation there. What is your main concern at the moment? Obviously, the well-being of our veterans, defence personnel here at, at home and abroad and their families. A lot, of, a lot of people have asked, what about, where are we with the repatriation of, of those who've applied for visas, family members associated with, uh, you know, people who've assisted our defence force personnel, like the interpreters and others? Where are we on that? Well, that is um, a big operation which is ongoing. So it hasn't just started in the last 24 hours in, or the last week, Marcus. This has been going on for some time. So since 2013, we've granted 8,500 humanitarian visas. Yep. We've got um, visas for 1,800 um, locally engaged staff and their families and the people that helped us. Since April 15th, um, over 640 visas um, for our friends and their family have been granted and so this is not just something that has happened overnight and we haven't left it to the last minute, but there is a huge operation going on over there at the moment. So, for example, we have issued um, some people visas and said you're eligible and they've said, oh, we're not ready to come. Well, I think it's pretty clear that they're going to be ready now. So we have to go back in and get those folks out of there. Um, I've spoken to um, 
the the people. I'm in Canberra at the moment, yeah. and they they have told me that they have um, clear visibility on who they have to get out. So there is communication between people on the ground and what's happening there. But the reality is, we're sending men and women back into harm's way on this really important humanitarian uh, mission that will save a lot of lives. We've got to get the Aussies out, and then mm. we've got to get our mates out. We've got to finish getting them out, and that's what we're doing at the moment. Um, but Marcus, I it's just not going to be to... easy, is it? it? Look, sorry, Andrew, to interrupt you. It's yeah. not. You're right. It, it it is not going to be easy because it's no it's no longer a a safe zone, and there's going to be a whole range of nations, including the United Kingdom, the United States of America, who will also want to get into Afghanistan to get into Kabul and uh, and help with a uh, a rescue mission, if you like, of of people um, who um, are going to be leaving for the safety of those countries. I mean, there will be a... It is a big, big job. You're absolutely right. And it's a job that's being done on a, in a city that effectively has now been overthrown by the Taliban. Yeah, it is a massive job. And people shouldn't think that this is just going to end today or tomorrow. This is going to take some time because the American operation there is huge. So basically, um, the, um, the city has to be secured and the Taliban as best we can, have to be kept out mm. and those passages to the airport kept open. Um, the US Embassy has um, taken the flag down um, simply because what they're saying is we're not relying on any other country to protect us. We're still here, but if you try to come in, um, you'll be met with force. And so it's a very fluid situation. Yeah, the commercial airline traffic has stopped simply yep. because there there is so much military traffic going in and out. And so what we've been waiting for is a slot to get in and out um, and get our people organised on the ground. So um, our operation in the greater scheme of things is pretty small. The American operation and um, the numbers of people um, that are going to be moved out is quite huge. Um, and it's it's going to be difficult because... Can we get on board with, the with their operation at all? Is there any scope for the Australian uh, rescue mission, so to speak, and also, uh, I guess, be involved in uh, the American effort? Yeah, the Americans, everyone's working together, and the okay. Americans are obviously leading it. They've got um, thousands of um, troops coming in, yeah. and so it's going to be a pretty big presence there um, by the end of it. But what they're basically doing is saying to the Taliban, you better back off, um, and they're trying to get as many people out as they can. But, uh, you know, the, the scenes are tragic. You look at them, um, you know, the, the people, um, you know, trying to get on aircraft, oh, falling off planes. It's just, it, it, it is very distressing, and that's why I wanted to reach out to our veteran community sure. and just let them know that there is that 24-hour-a-day, um, seven-day-a-week support available to them for mm -hmm. ADF personnel, for veterans and their families. It's called Open Arms. Yep. The number's 1-800-011-046. That's 1-800-011-046. And even if you don't need um, in-depth services, you can just ring up and just tell them um, what you think. Do it, try to do it politely, obviously, but if, if you just want someone to talk to and let sure. them know of your distress and frustration, you can. Or if you need anonymous uh, counselling or support, you can call Safe Zone Support 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 1-800-142-072. That's 1-800-142-072. That's Safe Zone Support. And I've also, Marcus, instructed the department to reach out to all of the families who've lost a loved one in Afghanistan. Mm. Um, and there are 41 um, Australians who made the ultimate sacrifice. And I've also asked the department and told them um, that they need to contact anyone that they think may be at risk 
um, by what's happening. So anyone who could have an adverse reaction and that they think may need um, more help to get in contact with them and make sure that they know that there's support there, that we're here for them, that we understand the pain and the hurt and the distress Mm. and we are there for them. But on top of all of that, Marcus, I just want our veterans to know that our country is very, very proud of them. We are eternally grateful for everything that they have done. They have served in the finest tradition of the Anzacs and the Australian Armed Forces and they have done us proud. And Australia can be proud of everything that we have achieved there. We have done, um, we have done our duty there. Our troops have done our duty. And I don't think you could ask more of Australia. We're a reasonably small country in the greater scheme of things, but we punch above our weight militarily and diplomatically. Mm. We've got a great reputation out of Afghanistan for highly trained professional troops. And that reputation was enhanced in Afghanistan. And we will always be grateful for that service. And Australia should be proud that we stood up and we fought for freedom just as um, Australians have done for many years. And that freedom that we're enjoying now, talking on the radio, um, with with the freedom to do that, that's been hard fought um, by the men and women who've served our nation and that has continued in Afghanistan. And I just want to say um, to our um, veterans out there and to our current ADF members, thank you very much. We will never forget it and we'll always be grateful. All right. Good to have you on, Andrew, to talk about this on uh, such a, well, a sad but quite important uh, day. Um, They need to know that, uh, you know, our veterans need to know they have everybody's support. And certainly uh, we're all going to hopefully hope and pray and and look forward to some more repatriations and a rescue mission um, that's as safe as practical to get some people back from uh, Afghanistan here to the safety of Australia. Thank you, mate. Thanks, Marcus, and thanks for your support of our veterans and our troops. It's really appreciated. Well, not a problem. Thank you. All right, there he is, Minister for Veteran Affairs, Andrew G. on the program. As he mentioned, uh, some 8,500 people from Afghanistan have come here to Australia on visas. Uh, they're looking at another some 1,500 in the next little while, and 640 at the moment are being processed. So, uh, look, it's an ongoing effort. It's very easy to sit here and be critical of, you know, and there'll be plenty of them who'll say that, uh, well, you know, unfortunately we dropped the ball or we should have been in earlier. But as Andrew said, it's been ongoing for quite some time. Uh, this this so-called rescue mission, if you like, or, you know, we do need to certainly get in there as best we can and try and assist those interpreters, those people who turn their, uh, I guess turn their allegiance towards serving Defence Force personnel to keep our ADF safe in war-torn Afghanistan during that time. We need to do everything we can to ensure these people have safe passage back to Australia. It's probably the least that our veterans owe them.